Good morning, Mike. Mess in New York. Yeah, there's a bit there. So it's a sea of red. We're, the Dow's actually down over a thousand points. So that uh, the rally we had yesterday was was fairly fleeting. A uh, bit of a theme here today, Mike. Uh, retail at the core target um, by name, perhaps not by nature today. They missed the mark by large distance earnings front. She is down a rather incredible 25%. The net income for the quarter half to $1.1 billion. Adjusted earnings of $2.19 was a dollar lower than expectations. Many ways it mirrored the results from Walmart talked about yesterday. Uh, Company suffering from high fuel and labour costs. Inventory is also piling up, so it's gone from being stuck on some ship in the Pacific to languishing on the on the shelves. Um, the, the results for selling across the retail sector, Macy's, that's down 12%. DIY chain lows, that actually beat on earnings, but the shares are down 6%. Um, but look, just before we get too despondent, obviously we have got a sea of red, the one, one thing is evident both from results from Target and Walmart, that the consumer in the US is actually not in that bad a shape. Both companies actually did well at the top line, so Target's revenue was $25.17 billion, that was higher than expected, sales up 3.3% in the first quarter. And they've actually reiterated their sales forecast, uh, and they're, just, they're saying the US consumers actually are not, not in bad nick, just spending differently. Plants and bikes are out, um, toys are in, luggage sales are up 50%, probably not surprisingly. There. And also sort of backs up those retail sales numbers that we saw uh, for April, they're up 0.9% in the US in April, higher than forecast. But yeah, for stocks, it's all about the bottom line, that's why uh, there's, there's red today. All right, and then we come to nine. I mean, what are they talking about next double digits? The, the only uh, the only brightness is it's not ten, but yeah, strap yourself <laughs> in. That they reckon it's going to hit ten, awesome in the UK. So yeah, well obviously we know the drivers soaring gas and electricity bills. Obviously, there's the cost of living is just is just rampant. Uh, CPI up two point five percent month and month. It was up from CPI was up from seven percent in March. It puts the UK at the top of the inflation table in the G seven. So let's put that in context. And also amongst the highest of any advanced economy. In the world, so and it's also double the rate the Bank of England was predicting just six months ago. Of course, uh, that was that was before the war. Uh, it really is obviously you, you heard Boris earlier. It's really going to put the pressure on the government to bring in measures for for uh, lower income families and pa- uh, pensions. The Chancellor, well, he he's blamed it on energy prices. Obviously, neglects to mention that you know related to that the cap on uh, gas and electricity prices in the UK was. Uh, was released on the 1st of April, not such a joke. So that saw prices rise 54%. Now they're doing a few things around council tax, and they said Brits are going to get £200 off their electricity bills in October, but that cap's likely to rise again, so that doesn't really cut it. Then you've got the Bank of England governor, also a little bit of a worry. He's deferred blame as well, and he actually said, quote, there's not a lot we can do about it. So, yeah, not an ideal situation, Mike. Uh, the one, I guess the one ray of brightness is that, as I mentioned, you say the jobs market in the UK is very healthy. Uh, wages are rising, just just not enough. Yeah, exactly. Same story pretty much all over the world as far as I can work out. Now, talk to me about Circo. They're, um, they're upbeat about the business travel. They, they're upbeat, yeah. So we're talking um, travel here. The, the software company is you know, looking for a strong recovery in travel. It's already seen that with the opening of the Boards of Australia. But they did report a $36 million loss in the end of March. That was up 22%. There is some brightness. Uh, Monthly cash burn for the last six months 
on average is $3 million. That was lower than the $4 million expected. Revenues up 17%, just under $20 million. Online bookings up 67% to $2.15 million. Good for Circo, good for the economy. Uh, following the border reopenings, Australian travel bookings are at 83% of 2019 levels. That's good news as well. And they expect overall travel to recover back to pre-pandemic levels within the next 12 months. They expect revenue in the 2023 financial year to double. Uh, so that, yeah, there's lots of brightness here. They've also got a type of booking.com that's going to add 54,000 companies to the mix. Uh, so it's been a tough few years. Look, they're a technology company. They've got to invest in having leveraged this rebound that is coming. But they have got plenty in the tin as well, Mike. They've got cash of $124 million also in the midst of throws of an acquisition. Uh, so, yeah, up, up and away for the travel sector, uh, unlike the rest of the markets today. Good stuff. What are the numbers? They are down 3.3%, uh, 107.5%. Uh, S&P 500 down 3.5%, 3946 NASDAQ, tech stocks continue to lead those declines, don't they, this year? Down 4.6%, 11.439. FTSE down 1.07%. Nikkei up 0.9%. ASX 200, that was up 1%, 7.182. Gold just down $4. Oil down $3, 21.09, spot 2.2. Currency market 63, spot 1.3, down 0.7%. A dollar ninety point five two for the Kiwi fifty one point oh seven versus sterling sixty point two six euro eighty point eight six yen down one point eight percent NZ fifty let's uh, finish on a positive note was up one point one percent yesterday up one hundred twenty points eleven two five eight we've got uh, further earnings infratil today and the budget I guess health and the climate what do you reckon how are we going to pay for it <laughs> there's the question talk about it tomorrow see you mate Greg Smith Devon Funds Management with us this morning.